How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is Season 4 of Better Let Me Tell You. She's very cute. She's cute. And I have to tell you, que ella, when they did Grease Live some years no, back. No, she's fantastic. Se la comió. Yeah. I saw her on Broadway, actually, yeah. in Gigi. And I think I saw her, like, closing weekend. I don't know what Gigi is. It's a, it's a very is old... Is that that supermodel that Angelina no, Jolie? No, no, no. No, I don't think... No, that's Gia. Gia? That's Gia. Yeah, no. Gigi is a... It's an old musical. And then they did a revival with her. And, and again, on stage, you cannot hide... If you cannot sing, right? You know well, what I mean. If, I don't it, think the problem with her was ever no, anybody no, 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 thinking but, she couldn't sing. No, but sing. you know, sometimes people are like, you know, oh, because okay, well, well, well let's do our intro. Oh, yeah, there's that. Well, yeah. yes, we just started a Vanessa Hudgens podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to episode 170, everyone. Comentado del mundo. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Friday. How is everybody? Episode 170. We just keep getting closer to 200. 200. And man, we're going to have our 200th party. So wait. If se- I have to rent hazmat suits. 70 weeks ago, we didn't have our 100th party because of COVID. COVID has been going on. No, for more than 70 More than weeks, 70 because we took a hiatus. Because we take the hiatus at the end of the year. Yeah. So it's like 75 weeks. 75 weeks of COVID. Yep. Okay, let's that's, go back to Vanessa That's Hutchins. crazy. I know. Can we talk about um, that? Yeah. <laughs> I think we've said everything there is to say about COVID. I don't think there's and anything I'm sure left. there's a lot more we're going to say since this shit's not going away anytime soon. Unfortunately, you know, we're just going to kind of have to grin and bear Delta it. Airlines variant. What are you Pan Am? Después de Eastern. Oh, wouldn't that be hilarious <laughs> if they start naming all these variants after airlines? They're like, oh, screw the Greek alphabet. The value jet. It's oh, like- no. I do not want to get the frontier. 
Oh no! Oh my God! The spirit, the spirit, spirit. Barry, the spirit is so. Did I ever tell you what I did when we came back from Vegas last year? Well, yes. You told me about your ordeal. I don't know if you said it on the show, but I know about your ordeal. So coming back, well, it was two years ago. Okay, so yes, for your birthday. So on the way over there, I think we. Blue American, I think. Yeah. No, JetBlue. 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 Something happened that Jet you Blue. had made your oh, reservations. Oh, I forgot to buy the, the no. air. I forgot. No, I I didn't get one of the flights. Right. I thought right, I had. Right, 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 right. And I didn't. You bought one way and, and like the trip, day yeah. before, I'm like, oh, I can't find the confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I'm usually really good yeah. about like flight planning and vacation yeah, confirmations and. But that, but anyway, over there, I think I flew JetBlue, which JetBlue is always a pleasure. Yes, that's true. So give you the blue potato with their chips. chips. Yes, but on the way back, um, it was Spirit. And granted, I flew Spirit Air exclusively when I that's lived right. in Michigan. That's right. And back then, it was great. It was I. I didn't have a single complaint about it. But in the years since then, I would hear people talk bad about Spirit Air, and I'm like, What are you talking really? about? Because yeah. I flew exclusively Spirit for three years, and I never had a problem. Yeah, you're thinking I hate that I handle. Oh, but I didn't know that Spirit Air had downgraded. Like, yeah, they're they're more like a frontier. Right. Now. So when I walk in and I see these plastic seats with like a cover on them, I'm like, <laughs> Pérate. I'm supposed to go on me. I'm supposed to go on that thing. So. <laughs> Half of me, half of me was on the seat, and the other half was out. Um, I'm like, I need an aisle. Like, I will not you, make you're not it. Gonna fit, yeah. I will not make it. Yeah. No, no. Like, this is a matter of like security, like security and safety. <laughs> I will not make it if I go even on the window. Like, I will not make it. So I had the aisle seat. Then I remember that I was like, okay, it's a what five hour flight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, okay. I need to kind of play a mind trick on myself because I can't go through five hours like this because literally like one ass cheek was on the seat and the other one was on the aisle. Like that is how bad it was. That's crazy. Right? And I'll never forget. I'll never forget that. Not across from me, but like maybe three rows ahead of me diagonally. Okay. Came this guy that he's probably like my size too, you know, tall, big guy, okay, okay. and he comes with one of those. Um, I don't know if it's wet willies or whatever. Those cups that are like four feet tall. Oh, those those like party cups. Yes, that, that, that are like, like right, 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 four right, feet right. tall. And he comes in with that all happy from his weekend in Vegas. <laughs> and then I'm looking at him, and he was one of the last people to get in. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, mijito. <laughs> And it so old. I think he he was holding it the entire time, like a baby on his lap, because he didn't have where to put it. So here I was, like trying I would to have hit- just had the flight attendant fill it with coke. Oh my god! Oh, can you imagine? No, well, coke costs. Oh, that's so, you true. Know, her mind. That would have been, been like, water. Water then. Water. No water costs too. Oh lord. Yes. So actually, no water. I think is still free. Coño, um, but definitely a soft drink, a soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I remember I was just thinking, like, okay, I need to, like, sort of hypnotize myself because there's just no way that I'm going to make it for five hours, like, literally. Hanging with, off, hanging with yes. your ass off the seat. So, um, I remember I was listening to this song, um, Lonely by Demi Lovato and Lil Wayne. Wait, yes, you just played it on a loop. I played it on a loop for five hours, and then what happened was I was... I put my hoodie because I always fly with a hoodie. This is true. Um, always. Hoodie and always. sandals. Hoodie. hood. No. No, I wear sneakers. Hoodie, sneakers, and like jogging pants. Always. Okay. 
Comfort. I fly for comfort. Right. Esta gente like, que van toda vestida en airplane. I, like, I mean, it's lovely, but no. No. Um, <laughs> I always wear a hoodie. So I had like my hoodie on and like I had the same song on a loop for five hours. And then since I was kind of dozing off, it kind of disoriented me. I so, think that you transcendental meditated. Yes. <laughs> I was like, th this is like mind over matter. Like You, you transcended yes. with Demi so, Lovato right, and Lil yes, Wayne. On a loop for five hours. And you know, it was late. It was a late flight. So I was like in and out of consciousness. Uh -huh. So And it worked. It worked because like I was so disoriented because I had the same song playing for five hours. <laughs> you didn't hours. know if you were coming or going anyway. I didn't know where I like what. I didn't have a measure of time, and it was great. It worked. Well, there and I'm go. never flying spirit. I oh, well, there, oh, oh so the moral, the, is, the moral of that story is it worked, but don't fly spirit. I'm not telling you listeners anything you don't know. That's true because um, everybody that has flown Spirit Air knows this, and Spirit. This is our opinion. Yes. on Spirit Air, right? Um, opinion. This is not fact, so it's not defamation. <laughs> um, it's our opinion. As we as we officially because lose that spirit air it's, sponsorship. It's true. It's true that like when you look them up, oh, it's cheaper. But then te clavan with a one hundred dollar maleta charge. Yeah, it's really not. Maleta. It's really not cheaper. And I'm like, but esta maleta is like a bag. Like, what? <laughs> it's you... a duffel bag. Yes. Yeah, because you don't really travel heavy. No. You are Mr. Duffel Bag yes. Knapsack. Yeah. Yes. I have a duffel bag and my and, your um, and my North Face bag that has uh -huh. traveled the world and back with me. And I, I'm. I'm I'm gonna have that till my dying day. Oh, you should be many, many, with many it. years from now. <laughs> so they can accompany you on the ultimate trip on my North Face. <laughs> well, it does have a lifetime warranty. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we gonna finish the Vanessa Hudgens conversation? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just say that. Like, I mean, I've always liked Vanessa Hudgens, and and I, I saw her in on Broadway, and. Again, you know, when she came out, it was High School Musical, and it was very Disney. So I think people felt like, oh, she's a pop star, you know, whatever. Yeah, she can sing, but, you know, it's produced. But I will tell you, having seen the woman on stage, like, she... If you are on Broadway and you cannot sing, we will know. Have you ever seen somebody on Broadway that was just awful? I'm trying to think. Um, not offhand, there was a show that was god-awful. What? Um, the one based on Tupac's songs. Really? That must have been badly written because they have so much to work with. The problem with that is that it wasn't a bio thing. It was like a after school special type of thing. Of, with Tupac songs. With Tupac songs, right. Yeah. And it wasn't badly... If you had to get it closed in previews. Wow. It closed in previews. And we saw the previews because Joe managed to get us free tickets. So I saw it in previews and I didn't even pay. Wow. Wow. I also remember, the only reason I know, because, you know, as our listeners may know, I am not a fan of Broadway. I know that I'm wrong. I know that I'm wrong. I know that I'm wrong, but I don't really... It's not so much that you're not a fan of it as a concept. It's just, it's not your thing. It's not my thing. I really right. don't care for musicals. I have seen some musicals that I loved. I loved... Well, Avenue Q, I wouldn't even consider. because Avenue Q so, is just una depravación. So, it's so great. I mean, it's hilarious. You should see Book of Mormon. It's it's like Avenue Q. Right. Um, I loved um, Phantom of the Opera. Classic. Because I, music of the night is like one song. of my favorite songs ever. I liked Madonna. I liked Evita, but I think I like Evita because I know it by Madonna. Like, yeah, you, you were tricked into it. So I was like, oh, you know, I know all the songs here. Right, Which, right, like, right. I never know the songs 
in any any show going in any well, show with the exception of on your feet right well that's true <laughs> well see on your feet I loved but I think that's different because that's a what it's is a, it a jukebox it, it's musical. a jukebox musical and, and if you know all the songs right. by, by someone right. and I it tells the story of her life too so it was it was done well right I mean my problem with musicals is just I stop singing like, but I it's a it's musical a, I know but it's like I, I don't mind you know it. what's a musical without music a play right but I don't mind it when there's like dialogue musical number dialogue musical number Okay, I see what you're saying. Well, m- I mean, most musicals are not just music. Like, Phantom is. Phantom is a straight-through musical, but then yeah. you know, your average jukebox musical actually has But, has, but, uh, but the reason we're talking about musicals is because Vanessa Hudgens, as we said, I don't know, at the beginning of the show 20 hours ago, um, <laughs> I thought she was great in that Grease Live. Grease, they did some years yes. ago. That Grease Live, again, I'm no no authority on musicals. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm a very lay, uneducated opinion when it comes down to like scoring a musical. Right. But I felt that that Grease Live they did a few years back was amazing. It was so good. It was a feat. I loved the Jesse J intro. Yeah, it was also just a feat of technical brilliance because it was live, but it had multiple sets. Yeah. So it was like you were taking these kids from, you know, soundstage to soundstage to soundstage, changing costumes in between because they all wore different costumes. Yeah. It's not even that they wore like one suit, you know, like on the NBC musicals mm-hmm. where it was like Peter Pan. So, okay, Esta Chiquita was dressed as Peter Pan the whole time. You know, there was nothing there as opposed to to a Grease Live. But yeah, no, and, and uh, there are worse things I could do. I mean, se la comió. Yeah. No, she and, was And, you know, great. oh, and her father had just died the day before. Yeah. Like, let's just add to that. You know what? You know what? I feel that, like, with Greece, and I mean, everybody knows the songs of Greece. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's you the great American musical. Yeah, musical, yeah. Uh, to know it. Everybody knows those songs. I think, and again, this is coming from a lay opinion, <laughs> I think that's probably, like, the best song on the soundtrack, and nobody ever talks about it. It is the best song. There were the worst things. Yeah, there are worst things I can do. Yep, that is the best song in that soundtrack. And if you notice, most people the other ones are a lot of fun and they're great. Most people want to play Rizzo. Yeah, for that song. For that song, and just because she's kind of got the character arc, like emotional character arc, you know. Yeah. At the end of the the show. So that's like the more coveted. Yeah, like that's the the featured role that you that you want to have. Rizzo. Yes. Mm. Because I've always, I guess like when I was a kid and I used to watch Grease or hear the songs. Right. As a kid, maybe the song doesn't resonate as much because it's, you don't, it's, it's a downer. Right, yeah. But then once you're, you know, older, it's like, oh, the song is like really, really good. Yeah. I mean, she's literally just found out that she is 18. She's possibly pregnant in high school. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. Being like, like, I was like, hey, stud. Right. She's just like, well, I bought some leather pants. Time to, time to be a tramp now. Like, you're the one that I like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what? Oh, Sandy. I remember, I mean, and maybe our listeners would, you know, I, I would love to know what you think. We graduated high school in 97. Yep. I feel that that movie had like a resurgence during that time. Because I think, yeah. Uh, it, it probably had an anniversary or something around that it's time. It's something. Because yeah. I remember that like Grease and the soundtrack were everywhere. Like I'm seeing it in Blockbuster Music at the entrance. I, which at that time, it was like 20 years old. I was going to say, I think Grease came out in 79, maybe? Or 78. No, it came out in 78. In 78. So, yeah. then, so then that's what it was. So it was, it was, 20, it was years. 20 years. Yeah. Because I remember going to see it in the theater for a sing-along. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. Well, speaking of musicals, one of the more traumatic experiences I've ever had <laughs> was uh, when we went to that uh, game, GamerCon, the SuperCon here, and we saw 
uh, Rockies. Uh, oh, oh, wait, no, I want to hear you say it because you never get it oh. right. <laughs> the the Rocky Picture Horror Show. Close, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Eso mismo. Eso yes, mismo. Yes, when they did the staging. Oh, yes. my God, I can't. I can't. I just, I can't. Okay, I can't. but it was fun. It was fun, but in such a weird way, and I was a total trooper. There's I a ran reason. with the there's naked a, people. There's a, <laughs> there's a reason it's called a cult classic. I ran with the naked people. Nobody could ever tell me I don't live on the edge. That's true. That's true. You ran with a bunch of half-naked people at a comic book convention. Yeah. And I remember, I'm like, wow. Which, if you've ever been to a comic book convention, listeners, you know that there's a lot of people who smell bad. So yes. that alone, yes. and now they're yes. not wearing clothing, so, so all the aromas I, I are I forget, out. what's the rule? If you don't know what it is, it's anime. It's anime. It's anime? Just, yeah, if you don't know what it is, it's anime. Yeah, so anyway, bueno. Or as I told you, you know, if you're at a, if you're at a reunion and you don't know who the person is, it's that person's uh, relative. What? <laughs> Friend of ours. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, got it, got it. So anyway, bueno, I feel that moving along now from this conversation of Vanessa Hutchins and musicals <laughs> and Greece. that I agree that I did not anticipate we were going to have. I don't think anybody could have. Um, so I was at dinner a few days ago and I love these stories and I love talking about them here in the podcast because it's like stories like this. It's it's like when you really really see the differences between like hashtag growing up Hispanic, okay, and and, and Oscar so white, yes, <laughs> okay. Oscar so white. So a few days ago, I was at the Olive Garden, Tristan's mm. favorite restaurant. He's not. I wrong. fight me, whoever's out there and thinks the Olive Garden is gross. We love you, but keep your comments to yourself. Damn it! Now I want the bread. I know. With the Alfredo dipping sauce. And just for the record, because when I say, tell people that I love the Olive Garden. We love it for what it is. Right. Immediately they're like, oh, it's not real Italian food. I'm like, do you think? <laughs> I've been to Italy four times. I've been to North, South Italy. I've been to North Italy, South Italy. The Tus- I've stayed in the Tuscan region. Uh-huh. Okay. I've gone to freaking Capri, to Sorrento, to Sicily. I've been everywhere in Italy. You know Italian food. I know Italian food. Right. Right. Okay, you lived in New York. I yes, imagine you went I, to Little Italy. Yes. And I've been to Little Italy more times than I can count. Right. Yes, I, 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 I actually know Italian people I who know, have made sauce in their yes. house. Yeah, yeah. I know what Italian food is. Right. So believe me when I tell you that when you're going to come and lecture me and tell me That's, that the Olive Garden is not real Italian food, <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, it's not what we mean. <sighs> like, But don't you feel like a little insulted sometimes when people are like, oh, it's not real Italian food. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. Yes, like, and Taco Bell's not real Mexican either. Oh, it isn't? Right. Ex- like, <laughs> Anyway, but, you know, Tristan loves uh, the Olive Garden, so we went to the Olive Garden. So, in the booth in front of us okay. was an older... So you could see them? Yes, they okay. were in the booth, booth okay. right in front of us. Was an older, you know, white Caucasian couple okay. with their daughter... When you say older, approximately Probably in their 70s. Okay, okay. Right? With their daughter, Brenda. Okay, I love that you know her name. Yes. And as white Caucasian people do, they were out to dinner. Because I'm sure that... On a Sunday, on a right, Sunday right, family day, right? Right, Brenda probably goes out to dinner with her parents every week or mm-hmm. once a month or whatever. Right, right, Whenever she's in town. Right, or whenever she's in town, exactly. <laughs> and I loved... I was listening into the entire conversation... <laughs> Because Tristan was clear, you were not at the bar. Mira, Tristan was playing on that little video game thing they have there oh, at the Olive right. Garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, he's playing that. So I'm just sitting here listening away. 
So what I loved, and I love it. I love the difference between like Cuban or Hispanic families and Lo Americano. Okay. So they were like, oh, because, you know, last week we went out with the Richardsons. Oh. Yes. And the Richardsons were talking to us. That they were going to go summer, uh, no, oh, so, their winter, the winter, how the lake house, oh, the lake house. Oh, so these they weren't were, just white people, right? They were, they were going to the okay. lake house up in Wisconsin because, oh. oh, because remember, yeah, that the Richardson, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, can you imagine, like, our family being like, sabe que los Martinez tienen una casa en el lago? Like, <laughs> the translation just sounds so different. I'm going to lose credibility, though, because my parents do have a cabin in the in the mountains. Yeah, they have it in North Carolina, but, but not still, the same thing. But, no, but, but I can see people saying, like, you know, like, you know, no, really? la, 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 oh, casa, really? la Casa de la Montaña. Uh-huh, la Casa de la Montaña, really? With the Llanos? Well, I mean, that's their name. <laughs> All right, because you think that a Hispanic family would be like, no, porque los Llanos tienen una, fam- una casa en... No, no, not the same way, but, you know. Of course it's not the same way. They'll be like, no, porque la casa que tiene Joaquín en la Carolina. That's what they would say. Okay, okay. That's, you know what, you're right. You're right. That's what they would say. Like, what what Cuban says... It's not formal. It's not as formal. What Cuban says, no, los Martínez, o los Sánchez, los Garcías. ¿Sabe que estaba en casa de los Garcías el otro día? Like, who the hell says that in Spanish? I don't know most of my parents' friends' last names. Because they don't go by their last name. Yeah, no, because that's it, a white thing. That, it's funny you say that because I didn't think about that until you said that right now. And it's like, yeah, I, I have friends who they're like, you Hispanic know, people also don't go like, camping. It's like <laughs> we don't. You know, as our friends Gio and and uh, Adrino who traveled around the world. That is true. Right? And they roughed it. Our parents did not leave Cuba that was filled with air-conditioned apagones and mosquitoes for us to say as like, you know, in leisure and as a, as kind of a... As a lark. Yes. Oh, we're going to go sleep outside in the Everglades. On purpose. Bullshit. On no. purpose. No. Hell no. Hell no. We were under un mosquitero for way too long to be sleeping To go pay for it. But anyway, back to, you know, um, Brenda and her parents. Brenda. So I thought it was just so funny. Like, their <clears throat> their conversation. Like, Brenda, um, you know, did you finally uh, answer that email you got regarding that conference you went to? And, like, I don't know where they said, like, Newport or something. And I'm like... Why do they know her emails? And I'm like, again, the conversations they were having were fine. But they were so formal, and, and because and, that's why I'm saying it's and the, so like it's the difference between Hispanic parents and white people. Because first of all, I don't even think my parents have ever asked me if I've answered an email that they've even been copied on. First of all, when I go out to dinner with my parents, which is somewhat often, it's because we want to go stuff our face, and then you know my parents. My parents love also the Olive Garden, the Cheesecake Factory, and all right. those. Who doesn't love a bargain? Right. Like, loves all those type of restaurants. Right. So it's like, ay, estamos aburridos en la casa. Vamos a salir a comer. Porque mira, tengo un certificado que me regalaron. That's regalo, no true. Sé quién. O, o right. un discount. Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's not like a formality for us to catch up, right? Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, no, we don't do formal. No. Even on Thanksgiving. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think the dynamic is so different. Like, I I mean, I could not imagine sitting with my parents at the Olive, at any restaurant with my parents asking me also, what happened to that email, you know, that conference that you, no. I can't fathom that being a topic at all. No. They'll be like, oye, oíste que Marta tiene sarampión. 
<laughs> wait, what is sarump? Wait, I know that as a word. Sarampion is like a rash. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> o viste a fulano, bueno. If it would have been some years ago, like, viste a la rubiola. La rubiola. Oh. Oh. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. Porque mira. Porque Sandra siempre ha sido una tarrua. Oh, like, yeah. that is the type yeah, of thing that's true. that I'll speak to my parents. <laughs> About you know yeah like uh, yeah even even or, if they're, or, even if they're or, asking or, about or the typical thing oye el niño ya está sobrepasado de peso okay right, right. está gordo el niño so tienen que aguantarle la boca as, like, as the plates of Olive right, Garden come to the right. table. that is the type of shit that my parents <laughs> would tell me over dinner over dinner yeah no and it's again it's the delivery because I can you know. They will ask things like, you know, oh yeah, hablaste con fulano. And also, your parents' house in the mountains, your parents have a house in North Carolina, just like every other Cuban. Listen, but for some Cubans, that's the holy grail. Right. <laughs> just like every, but, but that's yeah. what I'm telling you. It's not like your parents have a summer house on the lake. No, they have a year-round house. They have a year-round house in North Carolina, which is where all Cubans go to for some reason. There was a memo that was passed at They're some starting, point Let me tell you time. something. Murphy was pretty non-Cuban-y. It was all Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, and now they're starting to encroach. There was a memo that was passed at some point. We yeah, don't know where don't know, or why. Why or who it came from that yeah. says that Cubans must go to North Carolina. No, they and, don't go to South Carolina. No, we don't go to South. They don't we go, go to, to Tennessee. No, we do go to Tennessee. No, you go to Tennessee to Gatlinburg. Right, you go right, to Gatlinburg. Right, because Gatlinburg Cubans don't go to Aspen. No, 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 but you go to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge, but fin de año. Right, but the house you buy it in North Carolina. The oh, well, cabin. well, now Blue Ridge. Right, you buy it in North Carolina. Or <laughs> you buy it in North Carolina. What Cuban goes to Aspen? Cubans don't go to Colorado. Like They go to Gatlinburg. And they go to Gatlinburg driving. That's oh, yeah. Thing, driving. You, you put everybody in the van. <laughs> claro, because then when you get there, you don't have to rent a car. Right. So you do you think... Practicality, my friend. Do you think that the Richardson's... Friends who were out with their daughter Brenda do that? Of course not. I would love to know if the Richardsons talk about Brenda and her parents. No, the Richardsons shared uh, a um, a cherry cheesecake. Yeah, they're being you know Wait, conscious. They, they shared one slice. Yes, you know cheesecake is very rich between the three of them. Yes, and like I just I was like in awe with their conversation because I'm like. This is so, and it, well, actually, this is, look at my face as I'm trying to comprehend sharing a piece of cheesecake with anyone. Right. But, but, but it's so funny because then like across from them was this table of six that I think they were Dominicano because they said vaina a lot. Okay. And I'm like, I mean, look, I, I can relate. I can relate <laughs> to that right, table. No, not only I can relate, but it was like the perfect example of like, una, una, una mesa de americano y yeah, la mesa otra Latino. mesa de, de Latino that it's like, my parents would never say like, be los Martinez porque vamos a ir a ¿Cómo están los Martinez? That's so like telenovela. Yes. But that's hashtag growing up white versus hashtag Ugh. growing up Latin, Hispanic. Yeah. Exactly. So Ay, they're so formal. Yo no entiendo. Hey people, DJ here. If there's something that I've made pretty clear over four seasons of this show is how much I love music. Creating the perfect playlist is one of my favorite pastimes. And now I have the perfect way to hear them with my Raycon wireless earbuds. You all know since the quarantine, I've become obsessed with biking and Raycons are the best way to listen while I'm pushing myself to get those extra miles. Not only do they come with a bunch of gel tips so you can listen in comfort, 
but they don't stick out of your ears like some other earbuds do. And with a 32-hour battery life, I can bike for miles with my Raycons without worrying about my soundtrack going silent because that kind of sucks. Did we also mention Raycons are half the price of other premium audio brands without sacrificing quality? Well, then how about you make your own soundtrack with Raycon? Right now, Pero Let Me Tell You listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash pero. Plus, they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So visit buyraycon.com slash pero to save 15% off your Raycons. Byraycon.com slash pero. Oye, mi gente, it's Ish. You know from listening to us, we love the gym. But there's no reason to spend lots of money every month just to stay healthy. That's where UFIT comes in. You've heard me say it many times. I freaking love UFIT. It's got state-of-the-art equipment, and you're not on top of one another, which is a must in this day of social distancing. And memberships start at just $10 a month. Why pay more? It's not like paying more instantly gives you muscles or anything. Plus, Many locations have group fitness classes and affordable personal training to further help you achieve your goals. I mean, you're unique. Shouldn't your workouts be also? Asike, what are you waiting for? Find your fit at ufit.com to find a club nearest you. After all, only you can be your own fitness hero. Bueno. Anyway, so this is kind of like a... I think we're, we're in, a, in a time right now that is, it's... You know, this happens every now and then. There's a lot going on, um, like not <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, between bueno, the between the earthquake in Haiti, and now they're gonna get a tropical storm. To what's going on in Afghanistan? To you know the uh, COVID. Uh, what the COVID? Oh, I thought you said Brooke Hogan. I'm like, what happened to Brooke Hogan? <laughs> 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 yes, because I always think Afghanistan, Haiti, and Brooke Hogan. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe something happened to Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Her reality show was a disaster. Uh, no, like doing now? Greece and a, and a lot of the Mediterranean is burning. Oh, really? Oh, yes. The, the, have, you haven't seen that? Do you watch the news? I just enough. I've been more about like Afghanistan. What's going on over there? Okay, um, I'm a little preoccupied. Okay, it's <laughs> just there's so many things going on that are just terrible. And and it, it, you know, I I say it all the time. It puts you in this whole thing of like. How much is watching too much of the news? Because I don't like to be ignorant and I don't like... Mm. Uh, ignorance is bliss is one of those double-edged swords because on the one, on the one hand, you don't want to be so disconnected that you don't know what's going right, on right. because, you know, that's how change happens. But on the other hand, you know... You need you a break sometimes. You need a break sometimes. And like this stuff that's going on is just terrible. Let me tell you something. Si hay un país que necesita un despojo... With the Dominican Republic sharing an island, they don't. Well, no, apparently the Dominican Republic did on its side. Yes, because I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that things are ideal and perfect, you know, on DR, but it has its moments. But compared to Haiti, and they share the Dominican Republic is a is a is a Schengen next to next to Haiti, right? Yeah, because like people in the Dominican Republic, you know, there's poverty and like what a lot of other countries have, but it has an economy, it has a functioning government. I also just don't hear as much natural disasters happening there. I don't know what happens. It kind of like overpasses. It's the same island. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, let's take all of the other stuff out of the equation, right? Like, and just boil it down to like, oye, cada vez que hay un huracán, 
acaba con Haití. Cada vez que hay un terremoto, acaba con Haití. Yeah. And then, as you said, you know, they don't have the infrastructure, menos ahora todavía, they don't have the infrastructure. Of course not. To accept the aid that they need in those yeah. moments. Do you know what happened to them after the 2010 earthquake? Yeah, you told me. That, that France, France right? wanted to pay, pay to rebuild the National Palace and there was no... Infrastructure, and, I guess. And there was no either entity or government agency or anybody... Point of contact. ...that would take over that job and secure those funds and you know map make that it out. happen essentially they, there wasn't and they couldn't so it's like that's crazy to me it, it's such a it's such a i feel that like the problem there is it's just it's so bad like i i i don't like to compare tragedies but like i i, I think about it like it's it, sometimes i think it's even like worse than like cuba in the sense that in haiti there's such a They're such a well, because Cuba no suffer con los terremotos tanto and with all, I mean like, again no, but just from a natural disaster perspective a, everything is a disaster like everything they can never they can never get a leg up right it's like before they even begun you right. another thing befalls them and and there's such like I feel like hurt people they they've been battered over and over and over again and like you know Because Cuba, at least, I mean, it doesn't help the people; it helps the government. But Cuba, at least, has tourism, which again, the money True, goes to the government. True, pero, pero bueno, um, buscando el lado positivo. But like there, I mean, Labadee doesn't, yeah, cut it. No, no, that one little island, <laughs> yeah, no. owned by Royal Caribbean, that doesn't cut it. Um, and bueno, in Afghanistan, like, okay, I am. Did you see the images of people falling off the plane? I am. Am I didn't see that, but I am amazed at how. After 20 years, it's basically took all of 10 minutes yeah. for it just... Because it's one of those things that you know is going to happen, right? But you you still kind of hold on to like, this is going to happen, but let me not be totally negative. But to see the speed with which these people just showed up again and was just like, well... Well, they were always there. No, but okay, but the... They are always the, the, the Americans. The, the, right, right. I have, like, I have mixed feelings about that. And I have to tell you that, you know, I've... No secret on the show. I voted for Joe Biden. I'm a Democrat. But, you know, unlike other people, I hold my elected leaders accountable. <laughs> you radical, you. And I expect certain things from them. And when I don't get it, I crit I am critical of them. I think that the whole thing with that, first of all, I mean, this could be a conversation that could take five hours, but it's not. <laughs> but let's whittle it down, shall The Middle East is just something that is very, 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 very complicated. Um, it's been for hundreds of years. Yeah, it's, we're not going to um, solve it in 20. It's been one U.S. failed policy after another. So sometimes you have to understand your losses and move on. Um, everything about Afghanistan, again, without turning this into a five-hour conversation, <laughs> has been ill-advised and ill-done. We should have never been in Afghanistan. Mm. Um, we should have never been there 20 years, but we were there. So now what are we going to do? We got to pull out at some point. We got to pull out at some point, but what do we do? We pull out in a certain <laughs> way because, for example, a lot of people, well, this is going to affect the Taliban taking over Afghanistan just across the board. But, for example, a lot of people that were translators. Oh, yeah, they got to go. They got to go or they're going to be executed. They like, got to run. Immediately. So, yeah. Why didn't we start giving these people visas? Right, because you knew this matter. was coming. Another you knew thing. this was coming, yeah. Generally, 
when the United States or any military power leaves a region, mm-hmm. if they leave behind any artillery or any anything, um, well, artillery, weaponry, related, yeah. weapon related, they, well, if they don't take it with them, they destroy it. Right. Right. They haven't done that. Like, they've left weapons there. Oh, really? Yes. So, I, I think that you can make the argument that we had to withdraw at some point. Yeah, you and, can't just and, perpetually be there. And, and, and that... I agree with in the sense that, like, how much longer are we going to be there? And, you know, it, it's it's costing American lives as well as, live, you know, civilian and, lives and, there, and too. And money. I mean. And money. Um, so there needed to be a withdrawal, but not like this. And I think that that either Biden has been, you know, been given the wrong information, um, which has happened time and time again. Um, the sort the intelligence in different Middle East uh, issues in the Middle East, um, or he flat out botched it, you know. And if he botched it, he should be held accountable for it, right. or his administration should be held accountable for it. It just seems weird that there doesn't seem to be like a real plan. It just seems to be like okay, it's real midnight. Plan? No, like, no, no, no. The, the, like you, it's taken me longer you would say to re- check out of an Airbnb. Right. You would say real plan if like there was some of a plan. Right. right, there's no plan. It was just like at midnight on this day, we're gone. We're gone. Like it's it, it's Cinderella. We're gone, and you know it's just heartbreaking to see like those images of the planes leaving. Yeah, I know Enrique Santos posted one of uh, an aircraft carrier just yes. packed. Yes, packed yes. with people. It, it it was very reminiscent of when um, during the Vietnam War, when uh, Saigon fell. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've seen the footage of the helicopters leaving the American embassy. No. You've never seen that? No. Oh my God. It is it is heart-wrenching to watch because what happened was, so to make another very, very complicated <laughs> thing very, very quick, um, North, North Vietnam, which mm-hmm. was the communist right, right. Um, military that this was trying Kong, to take right? over all of Vietnam, was making its way down in South Vietnam into Saigon, which was the capital. So the Americans, I'm surprised you haven't seen a video of this because it's like very iconic footage. The Americans had an aircraft carrier nearby. Mm -hmm. And you know, the aircraft carriers obviously have a bunch of airplanes and helicopters and stuff like that. So the Americans were throwing the planes, like literally pushing the planes (laughs) off the aircraft carrier into the water to clear the space in the aircraft carrier. So, that, so they had one helicopter so or two refugees. helicopters that would go to the embassy to pick people up. And they did that for hours until literally the North Vietnam, uh, I don't say North Korea, the North Vietnam forces were like literally at the gate. We are here. Of the, the embassy. embassy in Saigon. That's when Saigon fell, which is, hey, right. to bring it back, musical. <laughs> Miss which Saigon. Is what Saigon is about. The helicopter. Yeah. There's a whole helicopter scene. Oh, yeah, a whole helicopter scene. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, you got to use things I know. So how we brought that back? Full yes, circle. yes. Um, and then there's the footage is of that last, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, helicopter leaving the American mm. embassy and people are like like hanging off of it and all that stuff because that was it. So it's wow. it's it's very it's just it's very tragic and it's just one of those things that it, and, it, and, 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 and and again not to make this overly political and not to make it you know right versus wrong but when you see these horrible horrible tragedies 
that other people are going through and other countries are dealing with. Right. I mean, these people in Afghanistan, they're going to impose Shira law. Of and, course they are. And women can no longer... It basically exist. Exist. Girls cannot go to school. No. They're going to be beheadings left and right. And here we are complaining about, about wearing a mask. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, it's here, so here we are like screaming bloody murder because we have to wear a mask. A mask. No, they're asking us to wear a mask. True, because we're not even being forced. Right. They're asking us to wear a mask. Right. So that's why, like, for me at least, when when I when I have these kind of conundrums, if you will, mm-hmm. it's like I, I, I always try to put things in perspective. Right? It's like, okay, this is what's required and this is what they're asking. Like, really? Could, what, or whatever it could be, you yeah, know? You, you, you look at the bigger picture. I look at the bigger picture. It's like, really? Like, that's why, like, I check my first world privilege many times. Right. Because we all have first world privilege, God, yes. right? Yeah. I check my first world privilege all the time. And I always catch myself, you know? Because, I mean... I try not to, but... I mean, um, we're human. But we're, we're human. human, yeah. You know, and sometimes when I start complaining about something, even if it's just to myself, or I get upset or frustrated <laughs> or something, I'm like, Darian, check your first world privilege. Yeah. I mean, look, it's not to say that your problems <laughs> don't matter to you, but but it's, again, bigger que picture. Cuba, la gente no está comiendo tanta mierda. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, dude. When I see things like that, like what's happening right now in Afghanistan, I mean, it, 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 it kills me. You know, it just, it, it kills my soul a little bit. And I really start to question if, you know, is it, and I'm going to sound horrible right now, but is it even worth going through the hassle of going to these areas and trying to change things? Because, well, but the reason we got into 20 years, 20 years was, is not a long, not a long period, but 20 years and for what? Well, but we got into Afghanistan because of 9-11. Fair enough. But let's, I'm, but I'm, but I'm broadening the scope. Like, you know, when people are like, oh, get, you know, go in and help. And well, but it's that's, like, that's been one of the things that the, the United States historically has been criticized on. Wow. We're getting really deep on episode 170. This is the learn. This is definitely the learn. This is the learn. I mean, we were talking about, you know, the Richardsons a little while ago. Right. And, and Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Right. Um, well, that's something that's always been criticized of American international, of international American policy. Right. Is that what makes us think that we should impose democracy or our form of government right, right, right. in other countries? Right. Right? And, you know, you have to stop and think about that. You know, especially countries that have such a different culture. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, you have to stop and think about that because you know what? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. And sometimes maybe your intentions are good or maybe they're not so good, but you know, maybe you think it's for the greater good of everybody, but it really is it. Yeah. You know, and those are the type of questions that a lot of times people feel very un-American asking or very unpatriotic. No, I mean, you could be very patriotic and love America and love your country and what it stands for. But that doesn't mean that, you know, strategically we haven't been made mistakes and nobody's perfect. Our, um, History, you know, slavery, nobody's uh, Jim Crow laws, Japanese uh, internment camps, internment camps, you know, little so on things, and so little forth. things like that, little you know, things like that. Um, yeah, but not, I mean, there's an entire generation of people who grew up not quote unquote unquote not knowing Taliban rule, and now it's like, well, today you woke up and guess what? You know what I mean? Like it, it, your your whole world. Well, is, I mean, I think I think that they your whole world's upside I down. I think they've been um, afraid of it. For a while. Um, but it's one thing to be afraid of it. And it's another thing to actually have to confront living in it. 
Well, that, again, no, 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 absolutely. Because again, twenty years. I mean, that's like that. That's that's a child, you know, coming into adulthood. Yeah, you know what I mean. Growing speaking, up in a different different which, scenario. Can you believe it's going to be twenty years of nine eleven? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That's it's also interesting that was it always going to be twenty years and then we pull out or or is it just that the timing just happened to coincide? No, I think it just okay happened to coincide. Um, I still can't believe it's been twenty years. Yeah, and I mean, listen, you could say everybody, you could say what you want to say, but life has never been the same. Well, of course not. No, no, because some people be like, well, we recovered and we're stronger. I I mean, we recovered in so much as people do when they are faced with such an adverse situation. You know, you you rebuild, you move on, and you you overcome, but nothing is ever the same. Like, even with COVID, you know, let's say, okay, let's say tomorrow we wake up and you know what? COVID evaporated. It's gone. Great. But that doesn't take away the year and a half, two years of living through it and how it affects your day to day and the things that you may have not noticed before that you notice now. Like for me, even it's it's such a weird thing, like with COVID, you know, all I can think about now is why haven't servers been wearing masks all this time? Mm-hmm. No, They're but, dealing just, with food. but just like when, you know, so you, you never it's, it's when never you done. used to fly before. Right. Just flying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you would go to the metal detector and be like, oh, I have to take my shoes off. My belt. But never once when you were going through TSA, well, TSA didn't exist, (laughs) when you're going through the simple metal detector, did you think... There was a bomb. I mean, the worst was like hijacking a plane. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Like, that was the worst that before 9-11 occurred, which... That's it's no horrible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but this was next level hijacking, right? Yeah. And now, like you, you go to the airport with a certain sense of oh, I'm hyper vigilant. Yeah, but you go with a with a, a certain sense of like having your guard up. You got you almost have to right? put it out of your mind, right? And I think that maybe if you are somebody who was like don't remember 9-11 before, if you're a younger person, you probably see the airport experience very differently than we do. Because yeah. this is all they know. Yeah. And just anywhere, like sometimes you're in a public setting or in a public place and you hear like a, a noise and people now lose their shit. Yeah. Before, not that, you know, there wouldn't be hysteria or people wouldn't get but like, it was different. concerned, but it was different. People would be like, oh, what was because that? It was different. And then right. also now, every time something happens now, um, the first thing is, was it terrorism? Yeah. So. 
Oh my god, can we talk about something like lighter? <laughs> I have a feeling that at this point, anything we talk about would be lighter. <laughs> you know something you said one time that I've never forgotten for some reason? That Madonna would never do a residency? That, and you, you said one time that, oh, it's Madonna's birthday it's Madonna's this week. It's Madonna's birthday this week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Happy 63rd. That, that, uh, that you've always wondered why Adam Levine from Maroon 5 has never gone solo. And I remember when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, but nah. He's never gone solo. No, he's done solo projects, like featured on a, on a song or whatever, but never gone solo. I totally thought of this when I was there and I had forgotten until I looked at my phone right now. So after what felt like a good like 7,000 years, uh-huh. this past weekend, Jose and I went to Mall of the Americas. Oh, awesome. Was Midway Sports still open? It was not. But you know what? Midway Sports closed? I didn't see it. I don't know. What side was it on? If you walk into the main entrance, is it to the left or to the right? When you talk about the main entrance, you mean when you enter through the food court? Yes. Right. Right. Past the circle. Okay, no, that's not there. More towards... That's huh? not there. That's not there. There was no sports store. Because Midway Sports has been... The reason it's called Midway Sports... Because of Midway Mall. Because of Midway Mall. Okay, I need to look that up. Italy. So, when I walked in, the first thing that they still have there... A Radio Shack? Is a Radio Shack. That's awesome. But it's a Radio Shack in name only. What is it inside? Maleta. Oh, that's that's just means... That just means they didn't take the sign down. They didn't take the sign down. They didn't take the sign down. But let me tell you something. I don't understand how Mall of the Americas is still open. I know. Go ahead. No, I'm saying... I mean, yes, it has some anchor stores. Like, it's got a Marshalls, a Burlington, which let me tell you something. Have you ever been to a Burlington? That is the nicest Burlington I've ever been to. It um, was so spacious. It's two stories. Yes, because it's where Lurius used to be. Yes, and I mean, you know, and I've thought of everything. Um, and then so they have an old navy. They have a five below. They have you know, but everything else is pretty much either closed or it was like you know little. I'm gonna call them boutiques. You know, boutique shops where it's it's like I can't imagine that these people are selling so much sequined dresses that they're making their rent every month. Like I just can't, and so that's why I don't understand how they're still open. I just don't understand how all the Americas are still open. Well, rent is cheap. Okay, but Yeah, but I feel that Mall of the Mall of America Like they still have to pay for well, where's this electricity. Such a, this is such a regional <laughs> quite But Mall of the Americas is like that one mall that has been kind of let go. It's kind of run down. It's you know Right, but but it's also it's not um top tier stores. Anymore. Yeah. Well, no, it's never been top tier since we've Really, because when we no, were no, you're kids, right, you're right. no, they had no, they Tico. Okay, which I was a little sad that it closed. Right, Tico closed about 25 years ago. Well, I was sad then. I'm sad now. I can okay. be sad for long periods of time. Let's see, it had Tico. Okay. And it had... It had Old Navy. I know that. It, it had, had an Old Navy. It had an Old Navy, and it became an Old Navy outlet. It had Rave. Right, because Rave was a pinnacle of shopping. Well, you know, okay. not Did a it have a gap? No. No. Did it have an, uh, a limited or express... No. Did it have a Victoria's Secret? Did it? It didn't. So. Did it have a Bath and Body? No. It had a Specs. It had a, it had a Perfumania. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's the pinnacle of, of, of Do aroma. Do you say Perfumania or Perfumania? Perfumania. I say Perfumania, too. Yeah. Because um, we're not weird. <laughs> I remember one of the first dollar stores I ever went to was to Midway Mall. Really? And it was the... Sh- yes, this was in like in 1990. <laughs> like, no, I'm trying to think of the stores. I know there was a Specs. There was a movie theater. Was, there was a movie theater, which was there forever. Yeah, I'd seen it. Which is funny. Seth and Marcela have one of the, the chairs from that theater. 
Oh, really? Yeah. When they when they were going to go tear it down, they went and they, um, and they took one. I remember that in the 80s, there was a Walgreens there. And that Walgreens that had there was one of the last Walgreens with a soda fountain. And I completely remember the soda fountain. It was a Walgreens or a Woolworth? It was a Woolworth. That's why. When you said Walgreens, I was like, wait it was a, a minute. Woolworth. It was a Woolworth. You're right. It was a Woolworth. Um... Yeah, it was never a top tier. Oh, but, it but moved. It moved to Midway Sports. Moved to South Miami. Midway oh, so it's Sport. Still open. It's still open. Yeah, it, because I went to Mall of the Americas maybe two years ago. Two, okay, three, it was before. I COVID. can't remember. The and last they time. were open, and I went in and I asked them. I'm gonna go. I'm like, you are the Midway Sports that's always been open here. They're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, when Mall when Mall of the Americas went from Midway Mall to Mall of that the Americas, like, eighty eight. It was like 89, 88, 89, 90. It went through like a renaissance because it's still very 90s, very early 90s. Oh, yes. There's they a lot have, of pink and gray. They have not changed that logo. No. It's a lot of pink and gray. And I remember when, you know, they opened up the Lurias right. and a Santa Cruz Furniture. That's what Jose was hoping was still there. Santa Cruz Furniture? <laughs> he's like, when we walked out of the Old Navy, he's like, because that's where we went. He had to go exchange something at Old Navy and it was the closest one to us. So he's like, if we walk to the end of this mall and Santa Cruz Furniture is still there, I'm going to lose my shit. I love that he remembers Santa Cruz Furniture. <laughs> my, our, 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 um, our furniture from the 80s was from Santa Cruz Furniture. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. Well, no, because my parents at that time couldn't quite afford El Dorado. Right. And Rooms and, to Go hadn't made its way down right, here yet. Yeah. Right. So it was El Dorado, Santa, Santa Cruz Furniture, or Levitt. But Levitt's was... Cubans don't go to Levitt's. No, and at that time, City Furniture was still Waterbed City. So, still water so we were city. confused. We right. didn't know there was right. other things there. Right. Right. Y también estaban los muebles de, de Bernines. Pero los modern, muebles de modern. Was Modern Age around? Yes. Or had they closed no, pero already? I see. Pero we weren't going to go all the way to past the big curve to go to Modern Age. That's true. That, that, that structure is still there, I think, right? The gate? The gate? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> modern Age. <laughs> modern Age. I'll never forget. In the 80s, like in the mid-80s, there was this like Scandinavian furniture like renaissance. Yes. Really? Don't you remember the door store? No. And scan design? No. Yes. Like, Los Muebles Candinavo. I don't remember any of this. Yes. You might as well be speaking in Scandinavian. That area there of, um, in Bird Road, off the Palmetto, that has all the warehouses now, that all used to be Scandinavian furniture. Oh, I just remember that being full of furniture with rattan. Well, that was another big hit of the 80s. Okay, that's what I remember. I remember lots of rattan. That was the opposite of Scandinavian furniture. (laughs) That's why I'm like, I remember lots of rattan. Right. That my parents would have been like, ay, que feo son los muebles candinavo. You know? And so now we plain. all go to Ikea. Oh, my parents don't like Ikea. Oh, really? No. They're like, es mueble barato. Es mueble que no tiene calidad. I mean, they are they are cheap, but listen, my whole apartment is furnished by right, Ikea. Right, but, but, but Ikea doesn't go with the Cuban aesthetic of, That's you know, true. We are more of a DJ Khaled El Dorado furniture. Yes, with yes. like lots of burgundies yes. and, you know. Gilded things. Yes, with, you know, the house inside paint and semi-gloss. Yes. Because if your walls don't shine back at you, did you oh even paint? Gosh. When I'm at Home Depot and I see these people, it's Cubans. Si queremos la pintura con brillo. I want to be like, pero why? You know, let me ask you a question. What would you actually use pintura con brillo for? Like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't use it, period. But if you, okay, let's say, uh, optimal scenario. The only thing I would use it for, which like... Here I mean, would, like, why does it exist? When, like, when, it, well, like, because the whole thing with semi-gloss paint is that it's true. It's more resilient to, like, water okay. and stains, okay. right? It is. It is. Um, so, for example, like, even, like, my baseboards, when I painted the house last year, mm-hmm. I used, like, a satin finish. 
Okay. Right? Which is kind of in the middle. Okay. Right? Um, and there's certain things, like, certain looks you can get, like, with semi-gloss paint. Mm-hmm. But you really have to know what you're doing. Okay. Right? But in terms of painting your walls inside your house semi-gloss, first of all, you could paint flat. Most good paint nowadays that's even flat. Has some type of resistance. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you could yeah. wipe Dirt, it down. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Right. But I don't know why people lose their shit. It's all Cubans. See Gombrillo. And I'm like, do you realize that La Pintura Gombrillo shows every freaking imperfection on your freaking wall? On your freaking wall, people. And it's just the way that light bounces off of it. And then, of course, and I could say this because, you know, it's Cubans. I don't know what it is with Cuban people and buying bright white bulbs. The like fluorescent? The fluorescent bulbs. <laughs> like, I don't know why. No, porque mira, la electricidad gasta menos. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. doesn't. It? Isn't that its whole selling point? It does, but most bulbs now are like high efficiency. Oh, that's true. How much are you spending less that's a month? True. A dollar? That's true. No, yeah, you're right. Most of the bulbs nowadays are... Are, are like high efficiency. <laughs> yeah. And those, you have that semi-gloss paint with, you know... With un farol. Un farol. <laughs> And it's like, but why? That's why pictures are so like, the lighting is That's terrible. Why all of our pictures in the 80s are great. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. I remember my parents for a few years, tenían esa luz fría en la casa. Until one day I bought a bunch of bulbs, like LED bulbs, and I go, guess what? Te voy a cambiar todo los focos en la casa, porque esto está de madre. I think the only place that they had luz fría was Afuera, like, en la terraza. No, but also, some people also in the kitchen. In the kitchen? Yes. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. For some reason, we had to be very bright when we were cooking. Yes, that's why all the pictures in my family that we take in the counter of the kitchen for the all birthdays. the birthdays are so well lit because we had luz fría. In, in, and then the kitchen cabinets in my house, have, my parents' house, have always been white. So, imagínate. El resplendor. Right. El resplendor, <laughs> the resplendor between the white semi-gloss paint <laughs> with the white kitchen cabinets white formica with the white incandescent it is a miracle we don't just look like ghosts in all oh of your birthday God. pictures Con el flash de la camera, it's like oh my seriously God. how did we even show up on film we should have been like vampires <laughs> oh my god oh my god it was terrible i remember my parents had for years una maybe you remember it una, I don't know, in a family room, tenía una, un cuadro ahí con un tigre. And I'm like, why the hell do we have this? I don't remember this. Yes. Yes. This was like early 90s. You were already going to my parents. No, no, I know, but I don't, I don't remember Uno it. tigre. And, you know, and then my mom, like every other Hispanic woman in Miami, la cogió for some time in the 90s con la casita. Mm. Oh, yeah, we all did the la casita. little casitas, the little casita fronts that you put in the kitchen. Yes, and of course, las casitas gave way to las descaradas. No, las descaradas were first. Were from they the first? Dominican Republic. Yes, las muñecas descaradas. Yeah, so yeah. we started with la descarada. Yes. And, then, and then somewhere along the line, it was the bottles with the vegetables and the oil. Yes, a very Tuscan looking kitchen. Yes. <laughs> yes. This was like late 90s, early 2000s. Right? Yeah. That now everything went brown. Yeah, muted tones were in. Yes. Burgundy, brown. Well, I guess it's because beige. you had those bright ass lights right. and like, you right. needed something yes. to bring it yes. down. So the gold brown so porrone of like chili peppers. Yes. In a very in a very intricate <laughs> glass bottle. <laughs> and the bottles all had sides. They weren't yes. round. No, no, they, they were, were very complex. They were all like trapezoidal. Yes, they were shapes that you would study in, <laughs> in, in design school. In school. Yes, yes. And you know, it always be like peppers or like I don't know. There was always like, like peppers and other cavichuelas. 
Yes, artichokes were also popular. Artichokes, yes, yes, yes. yes. Or like <laughs> some even had like shaved melodon. Uh, um, you know, oh, I didn't, but we weren't yeah. that fancy. Yes, and 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 then you would see people like putting them, you know, the corner as you know, decorative. You know, they always wound up on the top of the cupboards. Yes, next to the vino sign. <laughs> yes, they were never at eye level. Yes. Like you could not touch these these Tuscan yes. no, things. No. no, it was always. Pero bonito. Pero, no. pero bonito donde nadie lo va a ver. I loved what I loved at my parents' house, like just like in every house in Miami, right. On top of the cabinets, you know, the space between the top of the cabinets and the ceiling. Right. Which usually was like maybe a foot or two. Yeah, that's a good, right. a good size. Right. When my mom, every like one or two months, se, se levantaba los sábado to stand on the countertops para limpiar los gabinetes arriba. Oh, bueno, claro. Porque tenían la, oye, malanga, oye. la malanga and all the silk plants. You right. know, oye, y, lo, y lo que colecta de polvo. Sí, lo, los helechos plásticos que tenía ahí arriba with all that bullshit, you know. Que a limpiar, a limpiar, porque no, no, porque los gabinetes arriba están llenos de polvo. And I'm like, nobody is seeing that. Like, no, pero niño, la coriza. La coriza. La coriza. Sí, la eso, eso te entra en el sistema y te deja mal. And then you have to take inhalaciones con mi papo. In the kitchen, too. While you look at your descaradas, your, yes, your ceramic houses, and yes. your I bet Tuscan you, bottles. I bet you the Richardson's house didn't look like that. I think the only Tuscan thing in the Richardson's house came from Tuscany. Yes. And I, I'm telling you, we've talked about it here in the podcast a few times. I would love to put like a Cuban household retrospective. Like a montage? Yes, of the atrocities. I, well, you document everything, so I am sure. No, no, and I have to say, I'm sure you've got pictures. Not just of your house. I'm saying in general. Seriously speaking, my parents have never been that bad. My parents have never been tacky. But it's not about being tacky or bad. It's just that as Cubans, there are just certain things that we at some point I had mean, in our house. I remember, like in the early '90s, but I don't know if this is specific to Cubans. Like everything was pastel colored, you know. Southwestern. Yeah. Oh yes, the uh, the fresco. You know. Yes, the southwestern motif. Yes. That was popular too for yes. a bit there, um, but yeah, I remember in like the early '90s. It was all about like gray and pinks, <laughs> which still looks cute together as a combination. No, but you're thinking of like 21st century gray and pink. Well, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking like mid-century, like Alicia Silverstone and Clueless, like yeah, um, retroy. But, but yeah, and then oh, just everything was off, like. <laughs> Las lámparas. They would have like intricate lámparas. And like, bueno, the plastic and the furniture, that was like more early 80s. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's been that's been said and done. Yeah, like yeah. that's, yeah. And, and that's also like Italian families and yeah. Jewish families. Yeah. Like, we, we don't corner the market on that one. One of my favorite scenes from Everybody Loves Raymond was when they took the plastic off the furniture. I don't remember. You haven't seen it? No. There was an episode where they were like telling Marie to like live on the edge. All right. And she takes the plastic off the furniture and she sits down <laughs> and she touches it. She goes, feels nice. <laughs> but needless to say, the plastic eventually Did not ends, last. Up, ends up uh, on Back the furniture. On. Um, it's funny because I'm looking up in the computer now, the logo to Mall of the Americas. And like that's so early 90s. It's still there, babe. I would keep it at this point. Oh, no. What are they going to do? Eventually, you'll be Look, in it, again. It's sad because, you know, uh, it's run down at this point. I mean, it really is. But... The you remember the the entrance had like the waterfall thing yes. features. Eso ahí no ha corrido agua, no me acuerdo cuando llueve. 
Yeah. Because it's it's just all rusted and it's yeah. just not cute. Like yeah. I would love somebody to walk in there and kind of like sacudilo and do something yeah. to it, but malls are dying anyway, so I I think Mall of Amer- Mall of the Americas could probably outlive other malls because it has a very specific clientele. Uh eso estaba repleto. I mean, have you seen the driver's license there? El parqueo ahí estaba repleto. Yes, because it, it actually a lot of people go there. Yeah. But I tell you the driver's license is because whenever even people in my office are like, oh, tengo que renovar la licencia, voy a ir a Mall of Americas. I'm like, you do know there's about 50 other places you could do it. Closer. Closer <laughs> and you will not, you can make an appointment and you will not do line. Somehow people go there and and it, it's one of those things that like I feel like when we were kids, like there were certain things our parents did that would take all day. Yeah. All day. I remember cuando my parents iban a sacar la chapa. They would always go to Miller 137th. Prepárate. But why so far? Miller 137th. We live practically on 117th. Oh, that's true. I'm thinking from my house. Um, Miller 137th. I remember que eso era el día entero para sacar la chapa porque había tremenda línea y la cola and all this bullshit. The other day, or like two months ago, I went in because I wanted the heat license plate. Uh-huh. I was in and out in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It, it's it's crazy. Like, I think we're just more motorized now. Automated. I don't know. I don't know, but just, I mean, obviously technology. Yeah, yes, it helps. That yeah. little thing, yeah. technology. <laughs> yeah. But I remember it was so, like, chaotic. Like, oh, tengo que renovar la licencia. You had to, like, put a, a day aside oh, for it. Tengo que sacar el pasaporte. Ay, oh, el pasaporte. El pasaporte. I remember being a kid having to go get the passport. That was a day i remember entre la foto go downtown go through the whole and when, and, and back and in when the i had day, to renew it i went I eat in the and, and back in the day not everywhere they used to take passport pictures like no now, everywhere you had to go like a certain place que la foto de pasaporte. we went to a photographer yeah so did we when i got my first photo- yeah, uh, my a first photographer in the gables i remember because we did it in the post office um oh and in like the late 80s, early 90s, you know, everybody in my family became a citizen. So I was like their tutor. Um, I've been no, I've been practicing those naturalization questions <laughs> since I was like, I think I could read. You can give I think the I test. I learned how to read. Reading that the natural. I would always tell my mom, mom, what is the Bill of Rights? The first thing I'm amendments of the Constitution. <laughs> Perfect. Mom, what ship did the, did the, Pilgrims come in. El Mayflower. <laughs> Great. Um, pero antes, para sacar la ciudadanía, you had to go to the immigration building and like Biscayne, you know. Oh, no, it was a whole thing. Yeah, do you, do you know what building I'm talking about? I mean, not personally because I never had to go. Yeah, it's like Biscayne, por arriba. It's not the immigration building anymore. My God, life was so complicated back then. Oh, no, I'm thinking oh. about my grandparents studying for the 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 immigration test for the citizenship yeah. test because they took it ya cuando lo hacían en español ah ellos esperaron cuando lo hacían en español no my parents had to take it in English and I remember one day because obviously we used to stay at my grandparents house over the summer or whatever and one night you know I could hear them talking or whatever and I because I would sleep in the room next to theirs and I could hear them entre ellos dos like repasando las preguntas mm-hmm. like, I'll like never forget that when my mom and my aunt took them my aunt is I'm just going to say it the smarter one <laughs> and my aunt was like my aunt knew all the questions like bam, bam, right, bam, right, right, right. bam, bam, bam. My mom was the one that was like, I I don't know. Like, you know which one like would always confuse people? Like the difference between the Senate and the House of Representatives? 
Well, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. That, one always, that was like the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, do it. I'm on chun. You don't say nada. And when they they took it together, of course, because why wouldn't they? And my aunt was the one that failed and my mom passed. Really? Yeah. Because my mom, I'll never forget, my mom came out and listeners, I'm sure you all have your citizenship with like your parents. Um, you know, the stories. My mom's like, ay, quien me hizo la entrevista a mí era bien nice. Mira, no me me preguntó quién era el primer presidente de los colores de la bandera y que se celebra el 4 de julio. Mientras my aunt was like, who is your senator? She had to do a dissertation. <laughs> who is your senator? Coño, oye, pero come on. What is my camera all the I mean, hold on. There are people who were born here that don't know any of that shit. Come on. By camera, by Jiminy Christmas. Oh my god, but that was such a, a tremendous show. Like, oye, ya fulana ya puede tomar la ciudadanía en español. Yeah, that's what my grandparents did. Not even Adela and Antonio were able to take it in Spanish. That's true. Okay, back then they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay, I saw a meme about this today. I say we started here. Okay, done. I saw it on a I don't meme, even know so you're about to I tell me the person to create it. We need to make a petition with WLRN okay. and Netflix to bring it Pasa USA to Netflix. <laughs> okay. This is all that I think about. Okay, okay. I'm if, on board, if, if, but okay, you know the okay. problem there is, right? What? That nobody knows who actually has the rights to that show. Okay. <laughs> I think we need to find it. That's the problem. Because if Pasa USA were to get on like Netflix or a streaming service and be like the top you one. You <laughs> do know that there will be a campaign in Dade County to get it to number one. Can you imagine if Que Pasa USA is the number one streaming show <laughs> in on the, Netflix? In the world. In the world. That would be amazing. That would be great. You know what? We should look into it. Again, the problem with that is that nobody, because they talked about this when they did the stage show, yeah. that they're like, nobody, because it was a government funded thing, Nobody knows who has the right. Well, then just put it on and figure it out later. <laughs> like, until you get sued, put it until you get sued. What's when the worst that can happen? When you get the cease and desist letter, then you pull it. You cease and desist. You, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Mejor pedir perdón que permiso. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? You know what? Amazing. You know what? I'll, I'll call Lou. Like, you you, you, you log into do. Netflix and you know how they always have like the image. And like the new arrivals. Yes. <laughs> and like the whole full screen image is of like that. the peñas. Yeah, the peñas. You know, the pilot episode, the quinceañera and all that. I'll talk to Luis about it. Yeah, to our friend well, Luis. To yeah. our friend Luis yeah. Santero. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, you know, again, I don't know who has those rights. So that's the bigger problem. Okay, we need to start something. It's said here first. Listeners. Listeners, this is the power of having a platform. This is the power we of having a platform. We have a platform. Let's get Que Pasa USA on a streaming service. Yep. And I want it on Netflix because it has a top 10. True. Yeah. Otherwise, Because like, if I, it was on Prime, I you know, don't want it on Peacock. Or on Peacock. Oh. You know, I'm still not sure how to get Peacock. Maybe we don't. Maybe it doesn't really exist. Uh, well. All, all this talk has made us thirsty. It's true. Yeah, it's hora de tomar. Tomar. Una sola. Be, be thinking who's going to have a new line of spirits, if you will. Oh. Mariah Carey. Really? She's doing wine? She's doing uh, oh. Irish cream, and it's called Black Irish. Irish cream? That's. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I would have thought she would have done champagne. No, well, she is Irish. <laughs> no, I know, and, she, and she's black. Black, yeah, Irish. black Irish. I mean, no, it's, it's coming cute. in three flavors. Oh, Salted okay. caramel, uh, raspberry vanilla, I think. And, and lamb. Original. Oh. Lamb. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, it should have been lamb, honey. <laughs> I mean, guess who's going to buy some? This is the only time you're going to actively go buy liquor for yourself. Yes. Well, everybody likes Irish cream. I didn't say it was bad. I'm just on saying. Ice cream. Mm. On ice cream? I put it. Well, I can even drink coffee. Anyway, okay, so soda time. I'm going to give a flat soda, a, flat soda. a gasless soda. Oh. This is no surprise. I think we've made it very clear in 170 episodes that people on Twitter suck. And uh, we're both on Twitter. I call just, it a cesspool of humanity, yes. Twitter brings out the worst in people. And it, Absolutely. Not only does it bring out the worst in people, it's like where people go to flex their muscle and show how right. bad you are. Um Specifically, I'm giving the flat soda to all the people who have given, because I've, I've been reading about this all throughout the week, have been giving Lizzo such a hard time. Oh, yeah. What's that about? Some new video she had. And oh, yeah, she's the, been so- getting, the song's kind of meh. But... But, but whatever. You know what? Let me tell you something about But they're not attacking her song. I think Lizzo, <laughs> truth be told, I'm not a huge fan of her songs. Hmm. I none of she hasn't had a single song. It that just I, hasn't resonated with that. Me. I've been like, oh my god, I love this song. Mm. But she is, however, somebody that just has such great energy, and she's so positive that even if you don't care for her, like a song in specific, she's just great to watch. I love watching her. Yeah, I love when she plays she um, her flute, Sasha Fierce. <laughs> you know that's the name of her flute. Oh, that's the name of her flute. You didn't know it was called no, Sasha Fierce. No, I didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> um. She's just so full of like good energy. Yeah, she definitely that, puts it and, up. And you know, good for her for being a full figured you know woman and just not caring and like going out there and being Living herself. Her life, yeah. It's like, why do you want to bring that down? Like, like because why? People are horrible. Go, Melissa Cheryl Crow. You don't bring me anything but down. Oh, she hasn't won a Grammy in a while. Right, but for a while there, it was all that she won. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she won some years that she didn't even release anything. Um. So you know what? Twitter people. Yeah, leave Lizzo alone. Yeah, leave Lizzo. Hashtag leave, leave Lizzo, Lizzo alone. alone. And bring... Que pasa USA to streaming. Yeah, we have so many things that we're going to focus yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my La Soda, I'll keep it short and sweet. My La Soda actually goes to an organization, local organization, uh, the Cuban Freedom March. Oh, yes. They oh, of course. recently... Um, so, they've been... They're based out of Miami, but they also have organized marches all across the country. And they recently had a um, a panel discussion with several people, uh, representative of the entire Cuban American diaspora, and actually in Cuba as well. They had someone connected. Um, I forget his name now. Either way, um, I, I want to give them a you know a soda because it's it's you know definitely they're keeping that the the voice alive as it were. And if you happen to be in Miami on Sunday, August twenty second. There is a Cuban Freedom March happening in Miami that is going from La Ermita de la Caridad to Domino Park from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So I won't be here on this Sunday, the 22nd of August. But if you are, I think it'd be great to just kind of, you know, swing by and do the march. Well, we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. That was a... Episode had a little bit of everything. Yeah, you definitely learned. Yes. And remember to grab your pastelito, your... Croqueta. Why am I having a trouble? Why today? are you? Your patelito, your croqueta, your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us this week. Have everybody a great weekend. Yes. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Hashtag SOS Cuba. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.
All right, so we are here with one of my favorite little people, Tristan. What's up, bud? How you doing? Good. Everything's good? Yeah. Cool. So, okay, so earlier I was talking to your dad, and he told me you guys went to the Olive Garden uh, this past weekend. Uh, that was yesterday. Well, yeah, that's this past weekend, isn't it? So, okay, I friggin' love the Olive Garden. What is it that you love at the Olive Garden? Like, what's your favorite dish at the Olive Garden? Ravioli. Those those kids ravioli things. Oh, but only the kids. They're big, but yes, I love them. And what does it have cheese inside of it, or is it like? Yeah, it has cheese inside of it, and either Alfredo sauce or another sauce mm-hmm. on top of it. But which is your favorite sauce? Alfredo. Alfredo. I, I, you don't like the red sauce? Not really. No? How come? I hate almost all red sauces. The only one I don't hate is ketchup. Oh, well, you know, I get it. Most red sauces are communist. So, all right. Do you or do you not like the breadsticks? What breadsticks? At Olive Garden. What do you mean, what breadsticks? You ate a whole bunch They have of them the yesterday. best oh, breadsticks. Oh, oh. Yes. Okay, yeah, because if you had said no, we couldn't be friends anymore. What? If you had said no, we couldn't be friends anymore. Why? Because I don't want to be friends with somebody who doesn't like the breadsticks at Olive Garden. Why? They're just breadsticks. But they're so good. So, so they're good. So it's different people's opinions. Ugh, opinions, schmaminions. Opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody has one. And some people's smell really bad. Oh, you know what else he likes from the Olive Garden is uh, the smoothie. Wait, they have smoothies at the Olive Garden? Yeah. I didn't know that. My fa- Wait, the how long? One, is- the only one I drink is strawberry and banana. Ooh, oh, you know what? You almost said that like one of the minions. Banana. 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 Okay, I don't even watch that, so please. You've never seen the Minions? No, I hate them. But if you've never seen them, how can you hate them? I hate them. Well, I can notice by the thumbnail that they're like for babies. The Minions aren't for babies. They're not for babies. (laughs) (laughs) There's even a writing Universal Studios for adults of the Minions. Yeah, see, you gotta gotta experience things before you make an opinion, sir. Well, they just look like they're for babies. They're friggin' hilarious. And also, for like two weeks, I've been learning for how to snap. Oh, nice. Oh, you got a good snap weeks. going. Not with both hands or just the one? Mm, just this one. Just that one? Try it with the other one. Okay, try it again. Okay, you're getting there. You're getting there. For the longest time, I could only snap with my right hand also. And now I can do both. This sounds like a beat poetry uh, podcast now. Okay. Did you say beat? Beat poetry. Is it the beat or the beat of my Aww. Body? For some reason, that made me think of weakness of the body. Yeah. I got it. Did Aww. you hear me? I just said Among Us. Oh, oh. Oh, so you're, wait, that's right. You really like Among Us. We played it the other day, didn't we? Oh, sneeze. Oh, that's okay. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Okay. Bless you. That was a very controlled sneeze. You're sus. Okay, saucy baka. You're sus. Saucy baka. What does that mean? Do you know what my name, screen name is always when I play Among Us against with him? What? Mr. Cheese. Why Mr. Cheese? My name is Mr. Cheese. I think it's be he got it from like this cartoon they made of Among Us. Okay. And the character is Mr. Cheese. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Which he oh. didn't tell me. And he always wanted me to be orange. And then I realized that it's because it's the one from the cartoon. Oh. No, no. Almost every single Mr. Cheese is in Among Us games as well. Orange. Right. 
But I go along with it. I like the name Mr. So wait, so what name do you get? Uh, do you use on Among I don't Us? I change my names. But what is it? What are some of them? I know what they are. Ah. Among Us. No, 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 no. I forgot it. So hold on. That's also Mr. Keys. So wait, but wait, but wait, but which is yours? Which is your name on Among Us? Well, you're just showing it to me. It's it's not a visual medium, dude. You gotta talk. This concludes Tristan's Corner yes. on this 10th, 170th episode. Sussy Baka with that cheese on his head. Sussy Baka. So, <laughs> so, yes, I've become, I play Among Us hey, with him. I play Among Us with him. Yep. Well, we um, played uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. So, it's fun. It's a cool game. It's, it's what I, the kids are doing. It's Look at us being hip and happening. Yes. So, anyway... <laughs> Well, thank you for the bonus episode. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, Tristan. We look forward to you in 10 more eps. You know what this is? B-side. Oh. This is a song about summertime. No? Wait. And this, this song feeling on, goes on, on and on and on. I'll show my real one now. So, while he shows his line, bye, everyone. Bye. Again. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.